Welcome to this edition of the Bench Bro Sports Podcast. We're glad you could join us today as we're a bunch of sports junkies debating about the hottest topics going around in the world of sports. I'm your host, Wesley Splain. Anthony Fertini's here. Brandon Farrell's here. Guys, what's going on on a Wednesday? Well, Tuesday. But Tuesday. The time this drop is time this drops, it's gonna be Wednesday. Also, shout out one year since Kobe Bryant. Good day. So Yep. Yep. Everything is good. Everything is good here. School started back in session. Uh, Staying busy like usual. How about you boys? Yeah, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. That's crazy. It's been a a year already. I can't Mm -hmm. believe that. One year. That's wild. One year. This time last year, I was in Eugene, boys. That's right, you were. Yeah, and that's when we when we heard that Kobe died, and it was like, what the hell? Are you, are you kidding me? I still couldn't believe it because it was like during uh, it was on a Sunday, and I was waiting for the games to be played. Or I'm not sure if it was during any games or whatnot, but like I see on Twitter a TMZ report saying Kobe died, and I was like, oh, this is TMZ. They must have got like a false report, and then like comes out that it was true, and I was just one of the most shocking things in recent memory. Yeah, yeah, it's just the way it happened with the helicopter. Um, yeah. No, that's never a good thing. You don't ever want to see anything happen, of course. I mean, that's the best way to get around L.A. anyway, so it's like, can't blame the guy. You can't drive. No, honestly. you can't. Otherwise, you're stuck for like three hours in traffic. Yeah, there's like seven lanes of traffic, and they're all backed up. Some people were posting about uh, like today. I was looking on uh, Twitter for like five minutes, and people were posting the old like Nike commercials that they will always have. But um, the one of my favorites was when it was like um, he was releasing a shoe or whatever, and it's like Kanye West is like, "How are you so great, Kobe Bryant?" And Kobe Bryant gave him a weird answer, and then Kanye is like, "What the fuck is that supposed to mean, Kobe Bryant?" <laughs> well, I'm not a big I'm not a big basketball guy. Um... But I respect the legends in their sports, no matter what sport it is. And, I mean, guys like that, there's something special. They had a he, – he had his uh, – I saw something with his, like, his routine where he used to wake up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning and be, like, at the court at 3.30. And he used to call his trainer or something and tell him to come down because uh, he needed an extra work. And trainer picked up the phone while he was sleeping and was talking to him. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be there soon. And it was like 4 o'clock in the morning. But uh, if that was true, obviously, it probably was. Is what I saw, something like that. But that's what it takes. Yeah, he was he was a workhorse, man. <laughs> a lot of stories about him doing crazy shit like that. I mean, the one that always sticks is like the ball fake where like he's just standing there and he's not even phased by like the ball being flashed right in his face and it's just like acting like oh nothing's happened you ain't gonna do anything dude like you're you're a pook all training all, all training. training all right guys football 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 is all on this plate today but there's some a few other things we'll talk about too but man championship sunday it's always one of the most anticipated weekends because it's literally the top four teams in the NFL fighting for a shot to go to the Super Bowl. Um, the NFC Championship, 
It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into Lambeau Field and um, taking control of the game of the Green Bay Packers, but then the Packers were coming back a little bit late. A controversial fourth down call. We'll definitely discuss about that. Kind of kept Aaron Rodgers off the field. Everyone's questioned about the decision. And uh, the Buccaneers will be going to the Super Bowl for the first time in 12 years because they haven't made the postseason since their last Super Bowl appearance. And uh, Tom Brady will be going to his 10th Super Bowl and hopefully getting his seventh championship ring. If he does that, then he has the most championship rings, like Super Bowl championships in the entire league. That's including franchises. So Buccaneers 31, Packers 30, uh, 26. Then the AFC championship. Uh, the Chiefs flipped that switch that we were all waiting to see. Like, wh where's this great Chiefs team that we were talked about all season that we were supposed to get promise from their Super Bowl run? Well, they showed up finally and they uh decimated the bills 38 to 24 and uh josh allen showed no side effects of any injury whatsoever he was spectacular so was tyree kill and travis kelsey and the whole entire chiefs crew so uh let's start with the nfc championship there was a lot that happened in this game uh the fourth down especially was was like a terrible call i'm sure we'll talk about but um i am shocked that the green bay packers like they were the better team going into this game and they just didn't show up and Tampa played lights out football, except for the offense that turned over three times and they still won that game. I didn't watch. I, I mean, I didn't get to watch much of the game. I was actually watching a lot, both games from my phone uh, all day on Sunday, but I, I caught that play. Um, the fourth down play on Kevin King. Or is that his name? Kevin King? Kevin King, yeah. Yeah, he, he kind of got he got ate up all game. The I one mean, with Scotty Miller? Yeah, there I mean there were memes out there, or not even memes, just just snapshots of him just getting beaten on routes bad. Uh, but the one on Scotty Miller, that that was beautiful. That was a beautiful throw, beautiful catch, great route. Um, Scotty Miller is like a Jul Julian Edelman, man. That guy's a burner. Um yeah. But yeah, that fourth down call, man, that really pissed me off. You, 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 as a referee, you cannot make a call like that when it's down to the wire. You let the players play, and I know some people, you guys might disagree with me, but the ball wasn't catchable. Um, and yeah, he grabbed his jersey, but you gotta let that play on. I mean, that's a that's a big play. Right. I was talking about the fourth and eight, where they, he sends out the field goal team, uh, and you're down by I'm eight points. But, yeah, the pass interference was, like, they were letting that go all the time, too, and the Packers needed to stop, and, like, he tugged the jersey. So, like, it's a 50-50 call when you're a referee and you're that situation. But, like, if you're not calling the whole game, then why are you going to call it now, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, for the NFC Championship, Brady is back in the Super Bowl. Um, and like you said, Wes, there were a lot of turnovers. And yet they still found a way to pull through. Uh, I guess it just comes down to keep your composure, really. Keep your composure. Keep pushing forward. Look ahead to the win. Always always have your mind on that win. Um, in a sense where it's not, not like you're focused on only winning, but what I mean to say is taking care of your business, making sure you don't just fold, quit, and that's it. Tom Brady is the, a legend at doing that. I mean, look at the Patriots compared to the Buccaneers. It's literally what to me. This proves to me how great Tom Brady is, because one man can change a lot. I guess. I mean, clearly we're seeing it. 
Um, but both teams played great. I mean, they played back-to-back from what I did see. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, here comes your Buccaneers back into the Super Bowl. And it's been since, what was it, 2000 and what? 2002? 2002. Yeah. Yeah, against the, against the Raiders. Right. Um, yeah. So. You know Jerry Rice played in that Super Bowl? Yeah, he was on the Buccaneers. No, he was on the Raiders. Oh, he was on the Raiders? I thought he was yeah. on the Bucks. No, was no, he no, on the no. Bucks at one time? No, I don't think so. No, he was on Who the. Um, Who am I thinking that Randy Moss? No, no, Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm getting them confused. Yeah, you're Tom right Brady does career. control the NFL, though. You're absolutely right. Tom Brady is just on a different level when it it just seems like this guy just wins at all costs and like he brings over that championship mentality that kind of shines the brightness in the teammates and like I don't know where you get that effort from I it's just like when you bring in a greatness guy like that it kind of like people feed off of it for some reason I mean I want to I want to bring a lot of his success tied to his health first honestly I mean the guy is 43 years old he looks younger now than he did when he was in 20s and 30s. And yeah. that, that's like serious. That's serious. When he first got drafted in what, 19, what was it? Two, was it 2000 or 1999, 2000, 2001? What year was it? 99? One of those years. Yeah, 99. Was, from Michigan, he was like really skinny, didn't look like an athlete, didn't even look healthy, honestly. Um, he sat at 6'4", 225, 43 years old. He's still playing in the NFL. This guy... If you guys ever get the chance, maybe you don't like to read. I love to read because knowledge is power. Um, And his book, The TB12 Method, is is awesome. It's so cool. It goes through all of his training, all of his nutrition, all the things he does with his uh, trainer, Alex Guerrero, I think his name is. And yeah. the different style of training that he does. He doesn't really do, like, weights and stuff. He, he does this thing called pliability. It's... Uh, Almost like <clears throat> making your body elastic because your muscles are essentially elastic. Elastic, <clears throat> And he does a lot of different weird things that are helpful. I mean, that really contributes to his success. If he feels good mentally and physically on the field, he's going to perform well. But, I mean, Wes, you said it perfect. How – this is literally just God's gift to him because how can you win like this year after year after year after year? And – uh, First so year on a new teams. team. I know, and there's there's so many good teams, man. I call Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. At least I'm fifty for fifty. Oh. My other team well, didn't make it. Well, one thing you could say this year is that Tom Brady doesn't go to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl comes to wherever Tom Brady is. That's a good way of looking at it, honestly. I mean, they're playing in Tampa this year, so I mean. I, I kind of had a feeling, like, I know we kind of doubted them all year, like, give them a year to get their shit together and get on the same page, but I don't know, man. Playoff football and Tom Brady is is is, a, is, a, is something I wouldn't want to have to get into if I'm a good team in the playoffs. And this was the first year of him on the Buccaneers, like, literally just walked in the door seven months ago, just like, hey, how you doing? I'm Thomas edward patrick brady i'm here to win like i was expecting tampa to be good next year for a super bowl window i didn't expect it 
year one, you know, like they had their struggles throughout the year. And I was like, okay, this is expected. And then maybe they get to the NFC championship game, but maybe they don't take that extra step. No, they took the extra step too. And I think some of it was on the green Bay Packers because the Packers really beat themselves. Like you said that Kevin King was getting cooked like a uh, rotisserie chicken out there by everybody. <laughs> Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller. I, at the end of halftime, you, one thing you don't want is getting beat over the top of your head and getting beat like that, being lackadaisical and just being lazy. I mean, straight up. I don't know if he underestimates Scotty Miller because, you know, he's white and, like, there is that narrative that goes on, unfortunately. But And then he just runs right past him. He literally just a straight go route. And that was a difference maker in the momentum in the game. Obviously, the Aaron Jones fumble right out of, um, after halftime. That led to a touchdown, too. But then next thing you know, you look up at the scoreboard. Green Bay's only down by eight. I don't know how you have literally the most valuable player in the league in Aaron Rodgers. He is the MVP this year. I just don't know how you don't go for it on your own on like the eight yard line going in, going for a touchdown. If you don't get a touchdown, you need to stop. If you kick the field goal, you need to stop. It's the same result every single time. It just like Matt LaFour was literally playing chicken football. It was a chicken move and you can't play chicken football in the playoffs. No matter what the analytics said, I saw the analytics was off by like 1% in chance percentage to win do analytics factor in that thomas brady is on the other sideline and aaron Rodgers is your quarterback i mean you probably saw so many offensive coordinators sitting at home literally questioning themselves why is green bay kicking the field goal when they had aaron Rodgers as their quarterback and there's only two minutes left in the game they had all three of their timeouts if you're not sure about the call take a timeout too like Oh, I man, mean, it was we, so bad. We've seen this, though, with the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Remember the stupid move? You have Marshawn Lynch on your team. This guy's nickname is Beast Mode. Run him up the middle, and I can guarantee you 9 out of 10 times, even 8 out of 10 times, he will score that touchdown, especially when there's that much pressure on the line. I, I don't – Wes, honestly, I don't understand it either. I don't know if it really is, like, under – <clears throat> undercover politics where it's like, nope, Brady's got to go to the Super Bowl. So, you know, just <laughs> Matt LaFleur had some change on <laughs> Matt LaFleur yeah, had some change on the bucks. Exactly. Mm. Here's $50,000 below the game. I really hope it's not like that. I don't doubt it though. In the world we live in sadly, but Oh, when I you doubt look that. at it from when you look at it from a fan perspective and like an analytic standpoint, you think, why did you do that? Even if you don't get the two-point conversion, you still have to get a stop. Like, go for the touchdown. You have the best player in the game this year, and Aaron yeah, freaking Rodgers. Before that even happened, did anybody catch Aaron Rodgers in the field that he had to run into the end zone for a touchdown? I think he gets caught because, like, there was a cornerback. Yeah. Yeah, there was a cornerback that was sitting there, and then he also had JPP, who is a fast human being. He got to Aaron Rodgers quite a bit on Sunday. Like yeah, he was I mean, chasing him down, maybe a couple I mean, yards, but I don't know about touchdown. I think he would have. I, I he would have had a better shot than he did throwing the Devontae Adams in double coverage. Right? Yeah, you're right. They were uh, forcing uh, Devontae Adams the ball a lot in that game, and he wasn't really doing much. Well, it was obvious. I mean, they had the game plan to keep him bottled up. Wow, that was beauty. Uh, I really hope. I mean, one day Tom Brady. When he's like about to lay himself to rest, all due respect, 
when that time comes. I don't want to say it like that. Oh, he's really going to football heaven, dude. He's going to be one of the football gods. I hope he reveals like his true secret because there's a lot of secrets that he uh, he has, obviously, as far as, like I said, his health, his training, his trainer, his, uh, his routines and meditation he does, and his uh, way of making sure he has every – player's phone number on the team or on the offense that he could talk to. But deep down inside, he's the only guy that really knows really why it's working and how it's working. And I would love to, I would love to just hear it because even if you do hear the secret, he is Tom Brady and nobody will ever be like him ever again. So you could apply all his techniques and it probably won't even work either way. But I just want to, because thinking about it, like I said, all these years, he just keeps winning and winning and winning and winning. winning. Just winning follows him. I get it. It's like full dedication. But at some point, like, you're not going to win. You're going to lose. And it's happened to him. But more than often, he just keeps winning. Dude is going to live to 150 by the TB12 method. If he keeps eating uh, kale shakes and uh, poached salmon with, uh, you know, lime juice on it, organic lime juice, he'll, he'll, uh, you know, live 150 years. Yeah, dude. He's going to be a monk. (laughs) Yeah. He'll still be playing football at 105 years old. Yeah, right? Going into his 100th year. Bro. 25 Super Bowl wins. 55, bro. That's it. Huh? Gets the defense to jump. He's still a legend, dude. I, I, <laughs> you, you can never put anything past Tom Brady at this point, dude. Like, well, who would? I who mean, were the thought year one in Tampa? He goes to the Super Bowl and Bill Belichick didn't even make the playoffs. I thought Patriots were going to make it, but honestly, I picked the Buccaneers because I, I don't want to sound like cocky about it, but I understand like the the mentalities of these guys and like I know how much weight can or how much uh movement of energy can be in that locker room and for that team by just the presence of one person I mean it happens in everything not just sports you could use I could use the fire department as an example of missing somebody who's crucial to the department you can do it to military you can do it to business if you're missing your your CEO or the guy that's the glue for the team, that is so crucial because if you if you can lead one, you can lead many. And people follow him because they know he's successful. So they, they step in, they buy into what he's doing, and they follow and they trust what he's what what he's doing, what he knows. Um, so to me, I'm like, you know, one guy like that can change everything. I can't discredit the defense either. Tampa Bay's defense is really freaking good. Like those guys mm-hmm. after a beast, Dominican Sue, JPP, Shaq Barrett, just all putting pressure. Vita Vea rushing the passer, and then their two stud linebackers, Levante David and Devin White. That's best linebacking, best linebacking core in the league, right there. It, those two guys are amazing. It's a balance because if we look back to the Patriots Super Bowls. Who is getting the ball the whole time? Gronkowski, 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 until this guy had six surgeries. Now, what has he done for the Buccaneers? Not much, right? But it's just that presence, and they're able to balance out that team with the other weapons they had. Fournette, uh, Mike Evans, <clears throat> they got Godwin, plus that whole defense. You know, So it's, it's a lot of balancing. 
Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It's just and also Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles as like awesome coaches and um Byron Leftwich as an offensive coordinator. Just like these guys dialing up tremendous game plans for their uh players is amazing too. Now I'm just so disappointed in the Packers because I really felt like they were gonna win this game, even with Tampa Bay being so good on defense. And you know, Tampa Bay kind of slipping up on offense a bit in the second half to where it's like well, what did the Packers go from here? Their defense took a big step back this year. Aaron Rodgers was at a he's an MVP of the league. You're about to probably lose Aaron Jones to free agency. I mean, you have to win it next year. That has to be the expectation in order to keep Aaron Rodgers happy and satisfied in Green Bay. I feel like the Green Bay Packers just always get to this point in the season and then they just fold. This is the same way it was last year. I think Aaron Rodgers really is a problem. I, I just – I don't know if this guy really is – he just doesn't seem like a positive guy. He's a special talent. He understands the game well. But, I, I, again, it's that energy. Does he seem like a positive guy? Does he seem like somebody you want to play with and you want I to disagree. be around? I I think he I, that's is. What I'm, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It, does it yeah. seem like he is? I don't know. To me, I don't really – I don't really catch that as much. I'd much rather play under Tom Brady than I would Aaron Rodgers. And that's by like a long time. Two shot. fiery guys. I mean, you can't go yeah, absolutely. one or the other. But uh, he just seems more of a guy that maybe he's introverted or I, I don't know how to explain it. I just think it's just a certain vibe he gives off. I mean, I don't think I think Rodgers is a leader, but I mean, Tom Brady's just a different animal. And like, like you guys said, nobody's ever going to be like him, no matter what, no matter if they follow the same regimen he's on for the next 20 years, there's only one Tom Brady, just like there's only one Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. um, you know, but Aaron Rodgers, I think his time is up, honestly, in Green Bay. I think he really turned it on this year because of what happened in the draft. And he, I guess he wanted to show these guys like, I'm not going anywhere. You're not replacing me with this new guy. Um, but I just don't see things working out with him in the floor and Green Bay in the long run. Yeah, but like, where would he go this off season that's going to be better situation than Green Bay? I mean, Indy is probably the only place, but that's it. I mean, I don't. Does it really matter where you fit anymore? I mean, you see, got like Philip Rivers to the Colts. Yeah, that was really random. But he did well. Yeah, he played very well. That's a very talented roster. And now with Phillip Rivers retiring, that's probably the hottest spot for quarterbacks to go. One thing that uh, I want to mention real quick is, I mean, we, we joke around and stuff. We cut on coaches who are like Ben McAdoo and Adam Gase. So, like, you know, how did you guys even make to this point? But Anthony Fertini, it, yeah. It, yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley Splane. But, hey, um, I'm a player. I'm not a coach. Exactly. I tell you what to do. You're sitting oh. on the bench. You're sitting on the bench. I won't speak one word. Give me Coach Trajan. No. Sit down there. <laughs> we need you just in case. Um, but it. How much is it the player players, and how much is it the actual coach? Because now we're seeing what Bruce Arians can do with Tom Brady, right? It does it come down to just being a good fit? Is that really all it comes down to, Bruce Arians? I mean. I don't think of them as a special coach. I look at Pete Carroll. I look at um, Bill Belichick. I look at all those other, all those other types of coaches. I'm like, those are good coaches. 
Um, and I can't think Sean Payton, another one. But uh, how much is it the coach and how much is it the players? Because look at the Tom Brady and Bruce Arians combo. Does Aaron Rodgers just need to be switched up somewhere? Can you imagine Aaron Rodgers goes to Jets if Adam Gase was still there and they win a Super Bowl? Oh, like, what would that make you think? I don't think Aaron Rodgers needs a coach, just like I don't think Tom Brady needs a coach. That's why I think Brady does good under Bruce Arians. I like, I don't know what it is, but I just think because the contract for Aaron Rodgers is big right now, and if Green Bay were to deal him away, they would be in like a cap hell situation. So I think he is going to be back in Green Bay this upcoming year. But, you know, the second year is kind of where the contract gets a little lucrative to where you, you're able to trade that off if they wanted to switch to Jordan Love. I think next year is Super Bowl or bust for the Green Bay Packers. But, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Rodgers in the new uniform. Hey, maybe he goes to San Francisco, his hometown, and does some damage over there. Maybe he comes over to the Denver Broncos in the back nine of his career, get another Super Bowl like John Elway always does with those quarterbacks. You know, it's just I think Green Bay, he wants to play in Green Bay, and he's come out more this year as more of a likable guy doing a bunch of interviews um, and, like, being straightforward with everything. Like, in this press conference, he's saying, you know, I hate, you know, that – most of the team is probably their futures are in question and including mine. We have no idea. He's a realist. And I like that when players talk like that, because it it dissects their game and tells them as a true person, like they're going to be for real with you, like what the situation is. And everyone's like, Oh, Aaron Rodgers wants out of town. He's like, no, it's just the way the game is constructed. Now that players can be dealt at any different time. It's kind of like the NBA right now. It's cutthroat. Because yeah. it's, it's everybody, there's so much talent, there's so few positions. Everybody wants to play on the pre- uh, at the professional level. I mean, that's what these guys live for, live yeah. for. If you grow up and are like, oh, I want to be a police officer, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a judge, you could just, you know, work at it and you know that most likely it's going to happen. But it's just a dream, honestly, until it really does happen because there is no saying if you're going to stay healthy. There is no saying – if you're going to be able to be talented enough to make it to the league, there is no saying if you're even going to fit on, you know, there's going to be a spot available to knock somebody out and be a good fit for that organization. So, I mean, it's, it's everything for them. Yeah. Let's go to the AFC championship. And speaking of like great organizations and legit teams that just get their shit together and great coaches, the chiefs are just a freaking machine and i hate it from a broncos fan they're they're like another monster they're a problem then they're gonna be a problem for the next five years you can't slow this chiefs team down if you wanted to and they'll come back and beat you no matter what you can play your best game and they'll still beat you it's unbelievable with this kansas city squad play calling great play calling it's also Tyreek Hill, too. Like, how the hell do you speed. guard that freaking speed monster? Speed kills, man. I'm telling you, speed kills. The strength conditioning world, if you don't have speed, you could be as smart as you can, but if you cannot do it at a fast motion, it's over. It's like speed literally kills. That is, like, the number one factor. Like, how is he... I would argue that it's Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill as the best two receivers in the league right now. Not even anyone is close because Tyreek Hill is just 
at, as soon as like the play is snapped, he's already beaten somebody by five yards, like eating a ham sandwich on his way to the end zone, doing a backflip. Like that's how freaking fast he is. Like he, and he, like they're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl, right? And he already had two touchdowns, 200 and something yards and seven catches in the first quarter of that game. Like, no one's going to stop this freaking guy, especially with Patrick Mahomes as quarterback. And if you try double covering him, guess who's going to be open? Travis Kelsey right there. Like, touchdown, it, it, touchdown, it's, touchdown. It's almost like checkmate for chess. You just, you, it's kind of like you're no way out, but they got to find some way to expose their weaknesses. <clears throat> what are the Chiefs' weaknesses? They have them. Do you know what they are? I don't know what they are. Tackle. I know they have them because they're not perfect. So find out so what the weaknesses are and expose them. That's how you win a game. Yeah, Brandon, your thoughts on the AFC Championship game. Like, how the hell do you slow down this freaking Chiefs team? I, 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 I sound like a broken record, but it's just – it's playoff football, man. And right now you do have the two best teams – in the Super Bowl, uh, they just know how to turn it on at the right time. I mean, they've had their struggles mm-hmm. through the season, but they've just both both teams have just turned in, turned on the fire at the right time. Um, two great coaches, uh, two uh, incredible quarterbacks. Um, it's I think it's going to be fun to see Mahomes and Brady go at it. Um, I love Andy Reid. Sorry to interrupt, Brand. I love Andy Reid, but I don't want it. I don't really like the Chiefs, and I have nothing against them, but. They're kind of just like, eh. I just don't. I don't really care to watch Patrick Mahomes play. I don't really care to watch the Chiefs play. I don't know. It's just me. I, I, I much rather see. I mean, most people aren't going to say this, but I want to see Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. Just goes to add to his resume and just goes to show how great he really is. But yeah, I mean, you got like Brandon, like you said, you got two great teams going up against each other. What you said is kind of like how I feel about the Rams. Like, I mean, Jared Goff is no Patrick Mahomes, but, I mean, when the Rams were in the Super Bowl with the Patriots, like, I, I really wasn't interested. I don't mm-hmm. – I never have – the Rams have never struck me as an amazing team. Yeah. Like, yes, they had a great offense the year they went to the Super Bowl, but their defense was terrible. They've just never been an exciting team for me to watch, regardless of who is on that roster. Yeah. Well, like they got year, lucky with boring. that with that I, team going to the Super Bowl because of that New Orleans Saints flag, <laughs> the yeah. non OPI. Do you do you guys feel though as the Super Bowl is not as exciting as what it used to be? I feel like when I was in elementary school, man, and they, those teams were playing, it was like this game is awesome. I can be glued to the TV, and now I just don't. I don't know. I, I don't know if I lost like passion for it or enjoyment. But I don't feel the whole Super Bowl vibe anymore with it. It's just me. I mean, do you guys still look forward to it? I think it's because of recent years. We haven't had, like, any close games, really. It used to be such like a dog riding. to the food. Yeah. <laughs> the food. Yeah, true. you're right. Yeah, I'm going to hop back on. When I know I'm going to a Super Bowl party, I'm excited. But if I'm sitting at home watching it by myself, I'm still excited because I'm going to make myself food. But to watch the game, I mean, it's just football. I don't like. I don't find myself rooting for any team. I love watching Tom Brady play. Definitely one of my favorite players ever. Um, and I, I want to see him win another Super Bowl. Wow. Um, I want to see him win another Super Bowl. Yeah, I want to get back to this AFC Championship though, because like the Bills would just 
it looked like in every single phase they were outmatched. Josh Allen was literally running for his life, trying to throw the ball away or try to find somebody open. And the defense, like I said, got torched by Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense. Like, I I think the Bills, like, they took good steps. They were a team on the rise now. But now they made it to the AFC Championship. What's the next step of them getting to the Super Bowl? Like, that's going to be the problem now. And I get it. They're returning, like, pretty much their entire offense. But that defense had its moments this year. So it's like, how do you improve in that regard? Because now you're not the hunters anymore because now you're the top dog in the AFC East. People are going to come after you and give you your best game. So can Josh Allen replicate this awesome season that he had? We'll see. I mean, Stephon Diggs is not going anywhere. Cole Beasley is probably going to return. Cole Beasley apparently uh, played on a broken fibula, which is like, Uh... what? That sounds very <laughs> impossible to believe. I mean, there's two yeah. bones in your lower extremity. It's your tibia and fibula. So, just a fibula, boy. Oh yeah, if it was just probably a fracture, maybe, maybe. But that doesn't sound. I don't know. Yeah, but, but either way, to get the Bills to make it to the Super Bowl and win it, you gotta believe, you gotta work, and you gotta wait your turn because there. Unless you're Tom Brady, you're not going to make the Super Bowl every year like this guy has. I mean, just jokingly in a sense, too, of course, because not every year he makes it. But you get what I'm saying is it's I, – I never played NFL. You guys haven't played NFL. We, we understand it. We've been around for a long time. It's got to be extremely difficult to get to that point between mental capacity, between staying healthy. That's a huge factor. Between chemistry and energy – I mean, there's so many components, and everyone's got to be in it for the right reason. Everyone's got to have their mind aligned and uh, positive and thinking about, okay, this we're going to make it this year, but let's take care of our business now. Let's never put our mind on that trophy. Let's put our mind on taking care of business. And the big thing is inexperience. The Bills are not as experienced as some of these other teams are, and just the support that they have behind them. So I think it's just those three components. It's just believing you can get there. You got to put in the work for it. And you just got to literally wait your turn. I think they're going to be just as good as they were this year. Um, they got some obstacles to overcome. You know, your powerhouse, the Chiefs. They got to be better than the Chiefs, obviously, to get to the next level. I mean, that's the only thing that's going to hold them back. Um, I mean, as long as the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, they're not going to go anywhere. Um, they're going to be contenders every year. So the, the the Bills, I mean, they need to build a little bit on defense, but they're, I mean, they're going to be just as good. Uh, their offense is incredible. Josh Allen has great chemistry with his receivers now. They have a good offensive line. Um, you got to be better than Chiefs, man. I mean, just like, I mean, if Tom Brady sticks around in the Bucks, I mean, if you're Green Bay, if you're any team in that division, you got to be better than the Buccaneers. It's always you, you got to one-up the guy that's in the Super Bowl. Can we agree that the Bills are a legit team? I think we have all agreed that, agreed on this. Yeah. I think we all do, except Bobby. Well, now Bobby's said it too. He's just he's not a he's a Dolphins like diehard fan. Of course, he's not going to buy into the Bills. Like, come on. <laughs> That's like me saying the Chiefs are frauds all year, and then now I'm like, damn, the Chiefs are freaking good, and I still hate them. Like, but you got to be honest though. I mean, 
they all I am honest, stuff. man, and I yeah, freaking hate thing. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's good. It means you're passionate I'd, I'd about buy it. Into the Cow- I'd buy into the Cowboys if they were like 13 and 3 with a third string quarterback. Well, yeah, yeah, thirteen and three, and then look what Cowboys have done when they are thirteen and three—they choke in the first talk, round. Talk about a sad organization. That is an organization I feel like will never get over the hump. The Cowboys? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like they're just always going to do well, or or do well in the regular season, maybe make a playoff game, then lose. Because Jerry Jones hypes them up all season long, and then it's, they have yeah, like just. Buried. buried. I think it's like an ego thing. Like they're too focused on being a, a Dallas Cowboy instead of work focusing on trying to help your team win. Oh man. But yeah, good season for the Bills. Congratulations, Bills Mafia. I mean, that I must have been awesome play. for Bills fans to watch. Even because you knew going into that game, like the Chiefs could possibly blow us out. And just the pe- the fact that the Bills were that far, the one of the last two teams remaining in AFC championship, you got to pat yourselves on the back and be like, okay, let's improve from this year and go on next year. And maybe we run to the Chiefs again. Maybe we have a home playoff game against the Chiefs. That could turn some tides, you know? But um, yeah, it's just the D- Chiefs defense came to play. The offense didn't slow down. Daryl Williams was doing most of the work in the backfield as a running back. It's like the Chiefs just, no matter what the situation is, they just execute at all cylinders. I don't even know because there was talk about Eric Bieniemy being the possibility of a head coaching uh, job, like getting one of these head coaching jobs. And he was interviewed, but he didn't get selected for any of them. I don't think he really wants to leave that situation in Kansas City. Why would he when he's just got Patrick Mahomes and he can just add rings and rings and rings and then go to the perfect situation? Or even if Andy Reid retires, being like, you know what? I'll take over for Andy Reid here. I mean, Wes, I got to be honest. You played great that game, too. So it's not just Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. I mean, you played pretty well. Yeah, I played pretty well rooting for him to lose, and it didn't work. <laughs> no, actually, I was going too, man. I was field. like, yeah, I was out in the field trying to stop the freaking guy, and it just won't. <laughs> I tried to catch up to Tyree Kill. Like, it was just, yeah, you were it was just half nightmare. his speed. Dude, it was. Un- oh, yeah. I could catch him. If I got a five yard head start, I might have a shot. If you had the boys' cleats on, you would. Oh, yeah, probably. Those boys' cleats would probably rip in half at the first 10 yards I was starting to run. Yeah. Dude, I need those, um, whatchamacallit, I need those flash uh, boots that just are made of gold and don't break. They just mold to his feet. <laughs> Not these for teeny uh, dollar store cleats that you find. Yeah, my, my piece of garbage cleats. <laughs> dollar store. <laughs> All right, well, also around the NFL, um, Phillip Rivers, the longtime um, San Diego slash Los Angeles Charger quarterback, and then one year stint with the Indianapolis Colts has called it a career. He is retiring after a good, goodish career. I don't know if it was a great career because obviously he didn't get to the big game, but you know, still a remarkable um, career with all the stats that he's acquired over the years. Um, Indianapolis is going to have to find a new quarterback. Uh, Philip Rivers apparently has got a head coaching gig already lined up in Alabama somewhere. 
So Wait, good for him. Philip Rivers has a coaching gig at Alabama. Not not at the Alabama, but like an Alabama high school, like one oh. of the top high schools there. Oh, oh I guess. So then we have that, and then also we have the Lions moving on from Matthew Stafford as both Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions organization have mutually agreed to part ways this offseason. So the team will explore trade options in the coming weeks for good old Matthew Stafford. Listen to me. Matthew Stafford is Ryan Tannehill. You put that guy on a good team that is going to mesh well with him, and he will do some serious damage. I promise you, by I, pr- I promise that because if he's held in this long with such a crappy organization over those years, I truly believe this guy has what it takes to make it to at least, at least a championship game. He's a solid quarterback. He only threw four thousand yards this year. He's a only. He, he's an absolute stud. He's just not on the right team. So I really hope he goes somewhere that he's going to mesh well. Maybe, Maybe Indianapolis Bears. I mean, Bears. The Bears would be a good pick because I'm not saying that um, Trubinsky is awful quarterback, but I think the same thing. He's gonna. He's not gonna bring him. What do you want? Do you want a guy who's just gonna fill a position, or do you want to win a Super Bowl? You know, those these are things you got to think about. I think if you put Matt, Matt Stafford on a team like the Bears, he may do some serious damage on that team. But does anybody really belong on the Lions? I mean, there's a lot of good guys on the Lions. I mean, they, just, I mean, they don't really have much success. Cause I mean, their head yeah. coach is talking about biting off kneecaps now. Their new head football coach just, like, <laughs> going to wrestle with everybody. It's crazy, man. It's too much <laughs> BS. Just, just think about, like, reverse engineering, right? Danny Amendola goes to the Patriots, does great, goes to the Lions, doesn't do anything. You know, it's, it's just so clear on how some teams run. It's like, how do you put up with that as a player? It's just like, well, I'm trying my best to win here. It's just for some reason this franchise is snake-bitten or cursed or whatever the hell it is, and you just can't win five games every year. I don't know about the Bears. What about the San Francisco 49ers or even like a swap for Jared Goff to go to the Rams, huh? What if Matty Stafford goes over to the Rams, huh? I really think a guy like that would do good anywhere. Rams, if if he went to the Rams, you can almost guarantee that they'd make a uh, uh, championship a game, Super Bowl. NFC, possibly, possibly. Really, what if? What about traded from the Rams to the Lions? How how would oh. that be? I mean, I'd probably cry for weeks. Or if you went from the Chiefs to the Jets. Breaking news: what if, Travis Kelsey gets traded I'm from the Chiefs talking, to the oh, Jets. Dude, about, like, the city. Like, you're going from LA to Detroit. Oh yeah, that's such a culture change, dude. I mean, you're in Kansas you're in city nice, gorgeous LA, and now you're going to cold Detroit, where it's like freezing for majority of the year. Yeah. What about the New England Patriots? Do they possibly get into this old Maddie Stafford sweepstakes? Like, yeah, of course, because they're the Patriots. Hey, I've I've also said too the Broncos should be interested in this. Like every team that's got to fill at quarterback, if they can't get Deshaun Watson, they should try to go after Matthew Stafford. Now I know the contract's kind of big, but dude, Matthew Stafford is still a great quarterback, and he's only thirty three years old. Now I get he's yeah. had a bunch of injuries, but yeah, he's still, still a young QB, and 
he, he's got the heart of a not no pun intended. He literally does have the heart of a lion. He's played through like broken exactly. collarbones and broken backs. It, it's, it's crazy. And that's what I'm getting at. He's not a really big quarterback, but he's got that grit. He's got that crazy intense grit with almost a little bit of like a Drew Brees style playing. Um, I really think that, like I said, put him on the right team. And I, I so he is getting traded for sure, right? They said that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so this can be interesting to where he goes. Even maybe if they, I mean, Giants, Daniel Jones. I mean, who Ooh. knows? Who knows? Who knows? That actually wouldn't be bad at all. I don't think I think yeah. he'd fit okay in with New York. I think so. No, he, no, no. He would not fit in New York. Listen, we need a mobile quarterback in New York. That's what we need. I'm tired of seeing these pocket presence quarterbacks. I mean, I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, you guys. With Tom Brady. I, I'd rather see Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes playing for New York rather than Rodgers or Brady. I'm tired of the guys that sit in the pocket. Lamar Jackson on the Giants. Giants would be absolutely lethal. I, I, I think. Would, he, I mean, talk about talk you know, about taking Saquon two notches up. Oh, dude, Saquon and Lamar. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Legit. But, like, yeah, there should be a lot of teams. But I think the front runners are going to be the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, they got a well-built team. They got some weapons. They got a lot of cap space to where they can make some moves. This guy needs to not play line. in a dome. This guy needs to get out of a dome. Matty Stafford is a gritty guy. needs to play in a harsh condition weather like Chicago. <laughs> Bring him to the Bears. I don't think the Lions will trade him in the division. I think that would be a terrible move if they did that. Yeah. It'd be, what uh, about the Raiders? You know, I hate the Raiders. But like possibly a little upgrade there. Just throwing teams Derek. out there. What about the Washington football team? They got a quarterback. Yeah, uh, actually. Going on. I think that'd be a nice. I think that would be a nice fit, actually. Washington. Yeah. I think that would actually be a pretty I, good fit for him. Breeze retiring. Maybe the Saints come in on this too. There's a lot of teams that are going to be in need of quarterbacks right now. I'm interested because that's there. Yeah, there's a lot of good picks to where this guy can go, and I think he's really going to do well. So we'll keep in touch with that. I, I love the photoshops too. Everyone's just photoshopping all these quarterbacks with different uniforms as well on the social pages. It's great to see. I'm most excited to see where Deshaun Watson lands. That's the one that's like going to be the biggest domino. For some reason, why would you want to go to the Jets right now? I get it. They have a lot of pieces to work with and draft picks and whatnot. But like that franchise has proven the past 10 years that they just don't know what they're doing. Mark Sanchez curse. The Sanchez. You know what it is, Wes? It's just they're just picking guys that have had and say, okay, yep, you're going to play for our team. I don't see like any chemistry building there. No, not at all. And it's just like, well, why would you want to leave Houston, who's a big market? You're literally that franchise to go to New York, wear that terrible green uniform, where you're literally people are literally looking up to you, being like, "All right, bring us greatness." It's like you're not going to be in a better situation than you are with Houston. I mean, Houston is just a freaking dumpster fire of an organization right now. But, I mean, like it wasn't long ago that the Jets didn't have that fire going on in their organization either. 
every year. Sometimes, sometimes what, boys? What do you think I'm going to say? The way she goes. Sometimes yeah. Antonio Brown goes. Exactly. How about this? Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are going to be in the Super Bowl playing against each other. Big Ben's going to be sitting out. How about that, Steelers fans? Hal Mulder. Hal Mulder. Well, how how about this one? How about Conor McGregor getting knocked out by Dustin Poirier in the second round? Loved it. Come on now, guys. I'm not big MMA, but if you saw that fight, his heart was not in that fight. He showed up, collected money, and left. He was not in that fight at all. He humbled up a lot. He uh, he congratulated the other fighter and whatnot, but he was not in that fight. Dude, uh, he got chopped down from like Dustin Poirier kicking the hell out of his calf. Like it just looked like in the second round that he was just like hobbling over there. I mean, Conor McGregor looked pretty good and confident. He landed a couple of quick jabs and stuff. In the first round, which, you know, I thought it was a great first round by Conor McGregor, but then he got connected with a couple and then just kept getting chopped in the uh, in the leg in his stance. It was just tough to get out of that situation with Conor and Dustin Poirier. He's a great fighter. He got so underestimated in this fight because it was just it's Conor McGregor, of course. But like also the year layoff didn't really help Conor at all. UFC is a sport that you got to be in the action like. Not really 24-7, but you got to be at least like three or four fights a year to where you get like that awareness and situation and like the motion down, like the live action to where you're just not sparring all the time with your sparring partner because that's not really legit UFC fighting. Sometimes what, boys? Connor goes down. The memes with Connor were awesome, too. I mean, Brandon, did you watch the fight? Yeah, I damn near fell asleep on right before it started. <laughs> but I watched <laughs> it. Yeah, he, he beat the hell out of his leg, man. It was bright red, dude. Yeah, and he came out after the fight walking on the crutch. So you know he's in pain, man. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that was that was smart though. It was it was really smart to do that because he Connor was losing his power. And he couldn't step right. Yeah, he had a, such a wide stance too as a southpaw. Like it was like he was uh, way yeah. over shoulder length apart. I feel like he he did that because of the. Um, I feel like he's been more into boxing. Usually, you'd see Connor rolling on the ground. Uh, with you know, he's usually he's usually attacking the legs, but he didn't fucking he didn't go for a takedown at all. No, not he at all. He didn't keep Poirier at all. Like he didn't. When Poirier got that takedown, I think Connor was just like, oh, shoot, I got to worry about this now, too. And then Dustin Poirier just like, just one calf kick after another. I was just like, dude, in the first round when he kept doing it, I was like, dude, that's going to really affect Connor if he doesn't knock him out here pretty soon. He had him shook. He had him shook. I thought he was going to go down in the first round, but. He had a couple of great punches. I think Connor McGregor's a. Like his boxing skills are good too. Like they're really, really good. It's just he's got to put the whole whole pie together. Like you can't have a piece missing. And just like you gotta be able to like keep your leg back at least or try to catch a leg or two. You can't keep getting your leg chopped down. 
But I don't know. I don't know where Connor goes from here because that's such a critical loss for his career. He was trying to reschedule a Khabib rematch, and that was supposed to be one of the biggest fights now. Now I don't know what he does. Maybe he goes fights Nate Diaz again or gets back in the boxing ring and tries to fight somebody. Maybe Jake Paul. Jake Paul's an idiot, dude. <laughs> I honestly can't. I hope he does fight McGregor. McGregor if that idiot honest. gives him $50 million of his own money, why not? Take it. Yeah, I, I just can't. Still. Like, It's like, come on. Just I, If I were McGregor, I'd get in the ring with a fucked up leg and just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> but you're right. So We need the old Connor back. We need a trash-talking Connor that's literally going to throw bottles across the stage and, like, steal championship belts. This humble Connor is not doing it. Yeah, that's the thing, though. He's done. That's why I was saying he's, he's, like, not in it because he's not that anymore. He's a changed man. Changed man, boys. Changed man. He's a family guy, too. Like, he's, he's a good dad from what it seems like. He, when his press conferences, he's always talking about his kids. Always. And one of the big things is if he ever hears his kid's cell phones go off after 6 p.m., he smashes them. (laughs) Just straight down. Down to the drain you go. (laughs) Oh, so how you you doing, bud? Uh, Cell phone ring it all. We got trash. (laughs) Give me that cell phone. No more cell phone. Also, quick thing. Oh yeah. This, why did this? Good? Why did the Steelers sign Dwayne Haskins? I don't know, dude. I, I don't know anything. I know nothing about everything. I don't know a <laughs> single thing. Don't ask me a single thing. So so random. I think Mike Tomlin and Dwayne Haskins <clears throat> are the same agent. Maybe that's why. I could see them getting along a bit, I guess. But like. Don't they have Mason Rudolph as their backup? Big Ben's Dude, not he's retired. Trash. I, Mason Rudolph is trash. I know, but he still stepped up and played. True. I don't understand backup quarterbacks. I feel like it's so weird to me because they're either really like the starting quarterbacks are really good and then the backups are always really bad, unless you're Matt Moore. <laughs> it's just like, where's the balance between like a really good quarterback and a good backup? You had Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, you had – who was the other guy that had for the Patriots? Went to the Colts. Dorsett. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. And then you yeah. had Matt Moore, which is a solid backup, and that's it. Up oh, here goes Aaron Rodgers down, now coming into play. Chris Winky. <laughs> yeah, like, who is that? Oh, man. Who played, who played college at Iowa State? Technical school, <laughs> community college. Yeah. It, it oh. is weird because, like, you never see a really good backup quarterback as opposed to like a backup posi- player at any other position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just don't. It's it's like, how that's do you, a, that's, yeah, that's a good point. It's strange. How do you make it to that point though? You're not at least somewhat decent. Like, I mean, Drew Locke gets hurt, and then next thing you know, Jeff Driscoll is playing quarterback. It's who like, is who? That? Drew Brees goes down, and Jim Leahy will be the assuming second-string quarterback. Like Dak Prescott goes down, and then Andy Dalton, and then you know Ben DiNucci. Dalton. Ben DiNucci, that's another ben one. DiNucci. AFL probably. 
Mafia totally had ties into that game, dude. Like, yeah. Ben DiNucci is totally a Tony, mafia name. Tony Benucci. <laughs> Cow- oh, Cowboys. What a surprise. Maybe not his nickname was Tony Meatballs. Political. Maybe that yes. was Tony Meatballs. Yeah, how about her? How about her? Well, um, one of the legendary uh, baseball players to ever play, Hank Aaron, passed away uh, this past week. Legend, had the home run king record, was an absolute stud and all pro for uh, baseball for many, many years. Um, he passed away at the age of 86, so rest in peace of one of the most baseball iconic legends. I love you, Hank. I watched you. Didn't get you play, but you were awesome. But um, yeah, also. Circular ball right now, working with Flex. What's that? Are, are you running Circular Saw right now, working with Flex? Oh, no, that, that was the Hyperbolt case. Yeah, Circular Saw. <laughs> It's 9.40. Get to work. Work yeah. doesn't stop at 5 o'clock in this household. Got a hammer, nails, two and a half inch nails, sheetrock, <laughs> dry wood, quarter inch thick. All that bullshit. Hey, how about the Super Bowl getting some fans here? 22,000. Oh, yeah? yeah, there's going to be uh, 7,500 healthcare workers, which is really cool. If they're vaccinated, I'm pretty sure they get to go for free. Boys, I might, be- I might be on my way to the Super Bowl. I might have you to- are, yeah, you should just go. You should huh? just. Are you able to go? You have to be vaccinated, uh, well, right? I, I don't know, but I know a guy that said he could possibly get us tickets. So. Oh. That'd be so sick. I know. I know. It's a. It's a fucking. It's a long shot, but let's see what happens. Hey, man! A long shot is better than no shot. Yeah, me and Wes, we got no shot. So, long <laughs> shot's much better. It's all right, guys. I'll FaceTime you guys. You'll be right there with me. Go live. Can you, <laughs> you probably have to wear a mask the whole entire time. Probably. Just gonna well, it's Florida. Just you, you never know. Yeah, put a helmet on. There you go. Wear one of those face shields that they have. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They called me up from the practice squad. Where's my equipment? Go up to Bruce Arians. Hey, Bruce, I'm ready to go. You you signed me on uh, Wednesday. I thought we were good. I'm yeah. the backup long snapper. Yeah, it turned nah, out I'm like the out. kicker. I'm the, I'm the kicker because their kicker got hurt. Did he really? No, I'm just saying. I mean, you could use that as an excuse. Like maybe take a uh, uh, like a hornet with a rubber band, just nail the kicker during warmups, and be like, "Well, your kicker's done, so uh, you know, Bruce, I need a roster spot." So, what kind of face mask do you think Andy Reid's gonna wear? Because he started with the shield, now he went to this like pelican beak looking Chiefs mask. It's like an inflatable mask. Do you know what I'm talking about? It, like sticks yeah. out. What what what's next? Is he going to wear a full-blown mask? Like, maybe he wears a football helmet. I'm going to start wearing a face shield. I think that's so dick. You imagine Andy Reid wearing, like, Patrick Mahomes' second football helmet and just talking <laughs> to him through the helmet? Yeah. I mean, dude, his face shield is so weird. It is right. It's like a pelican beak. It's like a beak. <laughs> oh, All right, boys. 
Anything else? Oh, yeah. Pierre Luc Dubois and the Patrick Line trade in the, on the ice in the NHL. That's a big trade. Yes. Line no more. Out. Gone. Goodbye. Thanks for coming. Yep. That's pretty much our hockey analyst right there. Yeah, it's pretty quiet still. No, it's a pretty even trade. I like it on both fronts. They're pretty even players, but um Yeah, I appreciate you coming though, so Yep, thanks for stopping by. Go to the penalty box. Yeah. Go to two minutes for lack of knowledge. To the sin bin. To the sin bin. You commit to the sandbag. You you do the time. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, why why did your uh, Sixers lose to the freaking Pistons? Come on, they gotta be better than that. The NBA do long season. Long season. They're gonna lose some good teams. So way she goes, boys. Way she goes. Kyrie Irving finally showed up. Way she goes. Who's that? Who's this Kyrie Irving character? He's some, he's some guy that was a backup quarterback for uh, the Detroit Lions that just came out oh, of nowhere. Who is that guy? And now he's in the NBA, right? Yeah. Wow. He's like a Kendall Hinton for the Broncos type. Like practice what squad. Sports? <laughs> what is Bass? Sports? I don't know. What is Bass? Oh, I know Bass. Billy Bass? Billy Bass? Billy Bass? Oh. Billy Bass? Billy Larry Someone Bass? Billy Bass? Yeah. Dude, also, Greg Greg best. Olson retired, so uh, that's pretty much it Set. for us. Yeah, sad to see that. I liked uh, I liked him. Greg Olson was my dude. Man was losing a lot of hair though, so I feel like once you start losing a lot of hair as a football player, it's like okay, I gotta reevaluate this whole retirement thing. Yeah, he was stressed. That guy, he was very much stressed. Like, he literally looked like he was 50 years old while Tom Brady's, like, 25. <laughs> if you told me Greg yeah. Olson was actually Tom Brady and I didn't know who Tom Brady was, I'd be like, oh, yeah, he's 43. He definitely looks like it. It's all uh, it's all health, man. I'm telling you. It's food. Food is medicine. Oh, but, like, nacho cheese, though. No, oh. no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that. None of that. Good bowling night with nacho cheese, fries, jalapenos. Come on, Anthony. How can you say no? You can't. What are you training for? Firefighters having an ice hockey team? My career depends on it. I cannot touch that BS. Yeah, we're going to ice hockey Dude, what happens if I got to go in a burning building and I can't fit through the front door? (laughs) What do I do? Walking sideways? Dude, Call just go door. through the back door. Go through the garage. Sliding door. <laughs> yeah, the garage. Garage yeah, will be wide enough. Actually. Nah, two stack, boy. Double garage door. What up? Well, you're not tall. No, I'm sure. I'm like 5'6". Yeah, so we'll be able to squeeze you through <laughs> one of the basement windows. Yeah, there we go. That's fine. I mean... You, we, we can push you against the window and it'll eventually break, so you have to fit in sometime. Dude, I'm 5'6", sitting at 225 diesel fuel. I cannot gain any more weight. You're not 225, really? Yeah, boy. Could have sworn you were like 450. I stacked up. <laughs> 450? <laughs> 
Dude, you now said you is- said one nacho and I'm like blown up. So I'm like, okay, this dude <laughs> must go from like 350, one nacho. He goes to 450. I'm a, I'm an Andy Reid uh, Andy Reid face mask. I blow up when I want to. You learn uh-huh. from the best. Look at that. You should play on Chiefs. <laughs> All right, boys. Anything else? Coming, I appreciate you coming. Yeah, we it was a check in and out. We we'll we'll leave like a one star Yelp review. It was terrible. <laughs> I honestly miss uh I miss old school football boys. I just what? I just posted a video on our page of like NFL lineman, Larry Allen. <clears throat> Larry Allen. Larry Allen, dude, two- that guy was a freaking strong man. Yeah, bench pressing two twenty five for reps. And this was yeah. like obviously years ago. They just don't do it like this anymore, man. It sucks. Because bench press ain't anything, everything now. That dude literally could eat the whole entire uh, uh, barbell. Who's this? a beast. There's an old uh, Cowboys lineman, Larry Allen, a Hall of Fame guard. He was like 235 and could literally lift anything. He was a legit, like, he could have tried out for the world's uh, strongest man. He was so big. How many reps did he get on the 225? Like 45 or something 40, crazy? 43. That's 43. insane. It's like very close to mine. I got 41, but still pretty good. Nah, boy. You got you got like, um, let's be honest here. You probably got like 92. I mean, at, at, four, <laughs> at 450 pounds, you should be able to lift that. Boy, 5'6", 225. I told you this. Five six, four hundred and fifty pounds. Guy is so stacked on diesel fuel. I'm pretty Just... strong. Pretty strong, boy. Strength conditioning. <laughs> All right, quick Super Bowl predictions. Heads or tails? Coin toss. Uh, thanks for coming. Heads or tails? Wait, what do you mean, heads or tails? Coin toss. Super Bowl prediction. Heads or tails? Oh, tails. Tails, man. Tails always wins. Nah, do heads. Oh, we got a coin off face off. Yeah. Like it. Boy. I forget what I picked last year, but I hit on that one. Is that a bet? Is yeah, like, you can legit bet kicks? that. Yes. DraftKings? It's an even oh bet. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm putting Plus you can... 500 on heads. 500 on heads. Why not? Screw it. Go big or go home. Exactly. 500 on heads. What What do you win? Like, what's the stat? It's like, even odds. One, yeah, one to one. Yeah. Just, just imagine, like, at least, like, you don't have to sit through the entire game to know if you won or lost. At least you know right off the bat. How do I get to this? It says Super Bowl. Yeah, but could it's you imagine losing, losing that bet and just being pissed off the rest of the game? <laughs> Dude, yes, I can totally see it. What just I like, go fuck, to, this game, fuck this game. Wes is going to text us on the day of and be like, I can't believe I lost the fucking coin toss. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, it's, it's it's one of the most exciting. Because if you win the coin toss, you're like, Dude, how can I not? How can I lose now? Like, I'm on fire. Oh, yeah. Coin toss. On the one coin toss winner. It's all about that coin toss, baby. Let's get it. Come on. Let's get it. Let's get it. It's all about the coin 
coin toss. Let's get it. Let's get it. It's the most exciting moment in Super Bowl history is the coin toss all the time. Remember Super Bowl 48? Joe Namath literally wore an entire animal as a jacket. And <laughs> really? Yeah, that, that dude tried to flip a coin and it just hovered on heads the entire – the coin didn't even flip. Like, <laughs> Thank you for coming to Super Bowl 55. We have the Buccaneers playing the Chiefs. Buccaneers, you're the home team. Please select your coin toss. What would you like? I want tails. Tom Brady screams, lands on heads, you're fucked. <laughs> Dude, I'm go. telling you, Sorry, bud. it's the best bet. It's the best bet ever. It's the most exciting bet of the year. What? That the coin and, toss? Yes. That bet and predicting how long the national anthem will go is one oh, of the best. God. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting uh, Super Bowl. With the COVID. You know what my favorite one is also is like predicting the color of the Gatorade, like when they do the Gatorade bath on the winning coach. That's always a popular one. Somehow, like um, red is always the favorite. I like orange. I'm more of a blue guy. For what's that? Gatorade. Like if I'm getting showered in Gatorade when I win a Super Bowl, I I would do blue. Lime or or fruit punch, either or. Fruit punch, Uh, but like red, like if you're wearing white, that stains the entire jacket. So would blue though, and orange. Not as much as red. Well, yeah, red is definitely stronger. I, I look. I'm talking about what's one of my favorite ones. I would get showered in any of them. True. Just give me water. 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 Sounds like a damn Pokemon. All right. Well, guys, that's all the time we have for today. We thank you for joining us. If you have any comments about your Super Bowl predictions, who you're going to pick, heads or tails, and like what color Gatorade is going to be the shower bath, we'll have more predictions next week, too. We'll do a full breakdown with the next NFL and last NFL weekly drive, too. We'll do a full breakdown with Bobby O'Hara as well. Me, Brandon, will be on that podcast. So go ahead, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Bench Bros Sports, follow us on Instagram at Original Bench Bros, and follow our website, BenchBrosSports.com. We keep you up to date on every headline throughout the week on those pages. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other media services. So go ahead, subscribe over there. Make sure you listen to other previous episodes of the Bench Bros Sports Podcast, and you can check out the NFL Weekly Drive all up on there and all other podcasts that we've had. So, again, thank you for listening. Guys, last thoughts. Nope. I got to go to bed, man. I got to go eat my fruit snacks and go to bed way past my bedtime. Yeah, I got to dream about who's going to – winning that coin toss bet, feeling like a million yeah. bucks. Yeah, boys. I'm putting on that coin toss now. It's going to eat me up until the Super Bowl. I got nothing either. I'm tired. I need a shower still. I'm on duty crew tonight. And got to wake up early tomorrow. Stinky, stinky. Way she goes. All right. That was Anthony. That was Brandon. I'm Wes. We'll see you next time in the Bench Bros. We out. (laughs) 